Today's episode of In the Garage is brought to you by the Track Guy Foundation. At the Track Guy Foundation, we are committed to bringing track and field and cross-country experiences to Iowa's youth. In the next 30 to 40 minutes, Track Guy and I sit down with a pair of outstanding Iowa seniors where we discuss strength of distance running in Iowa, nutrition and dealing with injuries, acting as role models, and future plans. Thank you to all of our listeners. We hope you enjoy. And if you do, please drop us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Again, thank you. Now, here's the show. Well, I want to welcome all of you to the Track Guy podcast and uh, two great guests tonight, two uh, young rising stars, if you will, in, the, in track and field and cross country in the state of Iowa. Both are seniors. Uh, have had outstanding careers. We have Alex McCain of Iowa City West. Uh, Alex was 11th last year in the state cross-country meet, and he is currently ranked number one uh, for 4A boys. The new ranking's out today, September 8th. And Ashlyn Keeney. Um, Ashlyn has been a uh, uh, two-time top 10 finisher at the state meet, runner-up as, uh, as a sophomore in cross-country, has uh, really excelled on the Blue Oval, both the state meet and the track uh, and the state track meet. And the Drake Relays winning 3,000 meter titles, 1,500 titles. And we'll talk a little bit about that 1,500 meter race at, uh, at Drake last year and the state meet uh, uh, where it looked like you were out of it and all of a sudden you were in it and then everybody else was out of it. So uh, we'll talk about that just uh, a little bit as well. You know, but I've got one thing that I've, I've always wanted to ask somebody that was uh, uh, a twin or a triplet. And Ashlyn, many people may not know that you are a triplet with two brothers. So uh, tell us a little bit of what that's been like growing up uh, in a household with uh, three uh, the same age. Um, it's been really competitive. I think that's one of the reasons we started doing track and cross country. We wanted to see um, who could be the best. But um, it's having two built-in friends, and we're all really supportive of each other. We fight sometimes, and we do have to share everything, including birthdays. But um, for the most part, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's all I know, but I enjoy it. Do so faster. Yeah, what? who's faster? Um, they are faster time-wise, but I'm faster comparatively. So, who gets to drive the car when when you turn <laughs> when you turned at sixteen? Who 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 was able? Who was the first one to be able to get behind the wheel? Um. I think, I don't know who was the first, first one, but um, we were always fighting about who got to drive each other. Now it's almost more of a fighting of who will drive the rest of us around, if, like to school, but um, we just take turns. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, and I mentioned briefly about uh, how this season uh, has started uh, for each of you. And, and as, uh, you know, cross country fans in Iowa would expect that you two are uh, right up there at and, and near the top. I want to talk a little bit before we get into individual stuff is, is about the, the team makeup that you have. And Alex at Iowa City West and Ashland at Liberty. Um, Alex, you're ranked number one individually. The boys team is ranked number nine, has moved up in the rankings a bit. Ashland, uh, Liberty is not ranked uh, in 4A yet. So Ash, Alex, let's start out with you. Tell us a little bit about the makeup of that Iowa City West team. Yeah, um, so we started the year with like really high expectations. We had a lot of good underclassmen come in and some really good freshmen. Um, so between myself, Seth Chaney, um, and Caden Noller, we knew what to expect out of us three. And um, I don't know if we've quite lived up to that so far, but it's a long season. 
Um, but we just had a ton of potential between sophomores and juniors and incoming freshmen. Um, we have a new kid that came in today named Mustafa who we're really excited about. And we're shooting for a top five finish, a podium finish at state. And we're really excited. We're a tight knit group of guys. So looking forward to the year. You mentioned that maybe you haven't hit your stride, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, so what, what's, a missing, what's a missing link right now for you guys? Um, I really think we're missing a, a solid fifth runner, and it's it's really competitive on that end. And I think once we figure that out, that'll motivate our uh, three and four guys, and it'll help our team morale um, all throughout, and it'll energize all of us. I think that's one thing that's special about this sport is in many meets, the number five is really more important than the number one. You know, yeah, the number absolutely. one can only get such a low stick, but that five five seconds they could move up 10 or 15 spots and, and change the whole uh whole picture um ashlyn how about how about liberty if you young and inexperienced would, would that would that be a good capsule of, of, of your of the girls team right now yeah um since our school's so new you know um we're still finding our standing but um last year we did miss going to state by one point so we were super close but um our seniors last year, um, a lot of them were varsity runners. So we don't have them this year, but um, we have some good underclassmen coming in and everybody's working really hard and improving. So hopefully um, we can do some damage this year. One thing that maybe you guys will agree or won't agree that uh, it's uh, a lot of people that don't know our sport uh, that are joggers. Any, I've always, always told my, anybody can go out and run three miles. But racing three miles is a whole different animal. And so it's hard for those young kids to, to grasp that. They're afraid that uh, perhaps they're not going to be able to finish the race. And uh, so with you guys' case, where you both have some youngsters on your team, sometimes it takes the whole season for them to have that one breakout race that really clicks and, and, uh, and they're able to reach their ability. But it's racing 5K and, and running 3K have nothing in common. And and uh, so I always like to get that out there so people will know that and understand that a little bit. Alex, you're number one in the state with a very good team behind you. How do you view your role on the team? Are you the leader? Are you, I guess if you are the leader, how, how does that look for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a team captain, but I mean, titles aren't everything, but I'm at practice, I just go throughout my day, my runs, um, trying to lead by example. And I know what I need to do to perform at the best of my ability. So I'm trying to drag um, all those guys, the JV guys, the 910 guys all along with me. And if I can set the example of if um, throughout four years, if this is where I can be and show all those guys, like, this is the potential, like, this is what you can do. And just like um, talking to those guys, Everybody on that team, I'm really close friends with, and um, I love every single one of those guys. So it's a brotherhood, and um, nobody views each other as um, more than one another. So um, we have a lot of fun, but at the same time, um, leading by example and verbally too. Ashlyn, you, uh, you've got a strong career behind you so far with, with one year to go. I guess same question. How, how are you preparing the Liberty women uh, for this cross country season? Yeah, um, just trying to motivate them as much as I can, um, help out all the newcomers. In the past, I've had a lot of performance anxiety, so 
just helping them know like it's okay to be nervous for your first races and kind of walking them through the meets um and like first workouts stuff like that so just really supporting everyone and making that our team environment awesome you know it's always okay to be nervous but nervous and scared are two different things i think a, a person should be a little bit nervous if they're serious about what they're doing and nervous energy isn't in a bad thing before we get back to more and more of your track and cross country careers i want to get people to know you even a little bit better as we go on here but what about other extracurricular activities that you guys are involved in are you involved in anything besides track and field and cross country at your school alex yeah so i'm a leader for fca so we meet every friday mornings now and play some games, eat some food, and um, talk about the Bible every morning. And apart from that, I mean, I like to fish and go biking with my friends and just hanging out with people is always fun. I'll need to pick your brain off the record for your best fishing spot. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ashlyn? What are you involved in? I am a lifeguard and a swim instructor outside of school. I'm part of the National Honor, National Honor Society at our school. I just joined, it's called MVP at our school. It's a club. And we just like mentor younger students about um, like stopping bullying, that type of stuff. I do a lot of volunteering, um, silver cord. So yeah, that's mostly what I do. And then like Alex said, I like to hang out with my friends and my family, the team outside of practice. So stuff like that. Awesome. To be successful in high school, academically or athletically, it, it takes a great commitment, and I'm, it makes makes me uh, proud to know that you guys are involved in other things besides uh, uh, being outstanding track and field and cross country runners. Both of you have young, energetic coaches uh, that that uh, work hard and take a lot of pride in, in what they do. Alex, you've got Josh Kidman. Josh has been at Iowa City West what maybe three years now, two or three four years, four years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about. I've got my own opinion on Kidman, and but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna step on your toes. I, I love him to death. But tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about about your coach Josh Kidman. What what's he bring to the program? Yeah. So his first year was my freshman year. So throughout the past four years, we've been walking the journey together, learning from each other, um, and we've gotten so close. But he is so dedicated to every single runner. Just seeing success from 910 JV to the varsity guys and um, seeking that dedication, but also having fun at practice is a huge thing. Um, making sure it's enjoyable because if you're not enjoying it, then there's no point in coming to practice. But as a coach, he's so young and it's, it's interesting from that perspective. Um, but as guys um, on the team, just relating to him, he's almost like that, that fun uncle, if you will, that, you just love to be around and is a great, great friend, a great mentor. But at the end of the day, um, knows what he's talking about. And um, you'd lay your life out there on the course for him. That fun uncle that needs a haircut. Is that, yeah, is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he brings a lot of energy and, and positive and, and good energy. Yeah. That one of those people that uh, parents would love to have their kids compete for. Because he, he's, a, yeah, he's absolutely. A, as you mentioned, he's yeah. a good role model. Uh, everything is, is, is a positive and he makes a positive out of uh, – for all the kids that are involved. Ashlyn, you've got a go-getter. You've got a, a, a coach with an outstanding background, both as an athlete and, and a coach, and and uh, was a great hire uh, by Liberty when they started the program. Uh, tell us what Tanya McDonough brings to the table. 
Yeah, so McDonough's actually been my coach since seventh grade. Um, she coached me in junior high, and then she moved up, like, right bef- the year before, or when Liberty opened, I don't six years ago, and so she, five years ago, I mean, and so <laughs> she um, is just super knowledgeable. Like you said, she has a great history. She's always researching new things, giving us the best workout plans she can, giving us nutrition plans, sleep, like just everything you can think of. She's thinking about it, putting in the work for us. Even when she's working at school, she's a guidance counselor. Sometimes she's in there on her computer looking at cross-country stats and stuff. She's just super dedicated, positive, supportive, everything you want in a great coach. Let's move on to now that we've got, you know, laid the groundwork here on, on, on you two and, and your coaches. I want to talk about the strength of distance running in Iowa right now. In the last 10 years, it's been very, very, very good. Each year, a number of the top 10 or 15 in the state cross-country meet or top eight on the track graduate. Then it seems like there's a handful of freshmen and sophomores that just step in and we reload every year. Alex, what, what would you attribute some of that to? Um, I think, I know for myself as a freshman, getting to see Colby Griner and all these other great runners go line up and to have the privilege of racing with and against some of the guys, seeing that just excellence on the track and on the cross-country course just made me want to be there one day. And I think as young athletes and as you go throughout high school, seeing that and the dedication that those guys put in and then looking at yourself and saying, oh, I want to be there. Um, that's pushed me and and then racing guys that I've raced since freshman year that are um, ranked in the top 15, top 10, that just awesome guys, awesome people that I love racing against just makes racing and the sport so much fun. You know, Ashlyn, we, I just mentioned about the, the freshmen that come in and uh, move into the, to the uh, top 10 or top 15. You were one of those freshmen and one of those outstanding sophomores. And, and now... You're, you're one of the uh, top seniors in the state, and there are a number of freshmen that are ranked in the top 10. So you know how they're feeling. Um, I'm not sure if you're surprised, but uh, I, I think it's it's so great for our sport to have that. What do you attribute that to? Um, I agree with what Alex said. I think the upperclassmen doing well inspires the underclassmen. And I think it's also just that Midwest kindness and... Um, community at races, at least for the girls. Um, we're always talking to each other after meets and supporting each other. Um, I have lots of friends from different teams. Um, Keely Leeson last year, she was a freshman and um, we got really close. So I think it's just being able to talk to the older girls and, and boys and just that supportive community really helps people to just excel right away. As an outsider looking in, someone that didn't run cross-country, but having been around it, I would say that the cross-country community is very tight-knit. One that's it's, it's different from even track and field, I think. The yeah. chats at the start line with, with the people you're going to go run against. Spending, spending 15, 16 minutes with some guys and racing up front, you get to know them pretty well. Um, and it, it's gutsy, but um, in track, cross-country, some of those guys like race for a couple of years and you get to know people pretty well when you're racing them out there on the cross-country course. Yeah, it's a really friendly environment. And I think 
another thing too, like just the Midwest toughness. It's it's gritty and it's fun and gets people to thrive. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a special bond that you make with other people when you're pushing yourself to the limit out on the course. And I think that's just a great thing about our sport. Yeah, it's not uncommon for the the winner and the individual winner to hang around the shoot and congratulate everybody uh, when they come in. That's that's always special to see and and experience and and it speaks highly of those individuals. We talked a little bit about the rankings to open up the show. Alex is number one. Alex and Ashlyn number eight. How much attention do you pay to those rankings individually? What is, is it? Something that you know when they're coming out and you want to look at them. Is it something that uh, you just ignore and do your own thing? Alex, let's start with you. You're number one. Does that change anything for your life right now? Um, To be honest, not really. I think I said this before. Like, I didn't find out until my mom told me about, I guess, like 15 minutes ago now. Um, but it's really cool um, to be ranked number one against a great group of guys. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter until Fort Dodge. And it's an honor. It's very, very cool. But seeing that and just kind of told myself, you got a big race tomorrow. You're racing a bunch of guys in that top 10. So just kind of humbling myself a little bit. Ashlyn, you've been ranked number one. You've been ranked all throughout the top 10. Uh, you've been a state runner up. You've been a ninth place finisher. You're ranked number eight. Uh, you've got a lot of experience. You know what it takes uh, to uh, put it out there and, and be successful. Do you pay much attention to the rankings individually? Um. If people say something to me, I will look at them, but um, I don't usually pay that much attention to them because every course is different. Some In the past, I've been ranked higher than I should be for a week. I've been ranked lower than I like should be for a week. So um, it's all, when it, at the end of the day, it's just a ranking. Um, it's always going to change. It feels good to be ranked highly, but I just try not to let it get to my head if I'm ranked lower than I'd like to be and... I try not to get overconfident if I'm ranked number one or number two. So, yeah. Awesome. What about uh, after high school? Either one of you or both of you wanting to uh, run at the next level? Alex? Yeah. Um, my goal since sophomore year, I set a standard for myself to try and run at the highest level I could. I just like loved running and wanted to try and pursue it in college. So, um, I'm looking at some Division One schools right now, and um, I'm hoping to continue and hopefully make a decision here in the in the future, whenever that may be. Um, and I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I'm curious. You know, you, you go on to run, but what are you looking to study in school? Oh yeah. Um, right now, I'm thinking of studying civil engineering. Um, if not that, possibly finance or kinesiology. But civil engineering is definitely where I'm leaning right now. So you're looking at Iowa State. <laughs> it, it, academically, it's a school on my list, yeah. <laughs> That's How about you, Ashlyn Keeney? What, what, what would you like to be doing next year at this time? Yeah, so um, I'm talking to some colleges right now, setting up some official visits. So I'm pretty excited. And then as far as academics, I hope to study something in the pre-med or health field, um, I'm thinking potentially med school after college, but I would also like a major that I can just go out and get a job if I decide I'm done with school. So yeah, that's my plan. 
And, you know, we talked a little bit to open up the show about commitment, you know, and what it takes uh, to be at the level you're at, at the high school level. And the commitment at the collegiate level is much, much more. Are you ready to make that commitment and, and balance the books and just see what you can do out there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. We want to pause to give thanks to the local shoe stores that have partnered with us to keep driving the Track Guy Foundation forward by helping put shoes on the feet of Iowa's youth that need them the most. They are Heartland Souls in Johnston and Coralville, Fitness Sports in Clive, Peak Performance of Sioux City, Fleet Feet of Davenport, and Iowa Running Company of Cedar Rapids. You mentioned, Ashlyn, that Coach McDonough puts together or talks to you guys about uh, nutrition. Does your nutrition watching, if you will, change much for either one of you in season to out season? Uh, you, you can't wait till that uh, last meet is over so you can go have a can of pop and an ice cream cone. Is, is that part of the deal or, or are you pretty strict and, and, and try to watch it uh, throughout the year? Um, I'm not that strict, even in season, like everything in moderation. Um I let myself have some desserts and some unhealthy foods, but just nothing too much. And everything else I eat is pretty healthy, making sure I get good carbs, protein, fat. So just making sure I get a good balance is what I do pretty much. And then out of season, it's the same, just moderation if I'm going to have some dessert or anything. So, yeah. I'm probably maybe possibly the opposite in season i try and be really strict and it's not um, like a rule that i have it just i feel the pressure and i know like okay this is what you can do to get a step up so um state meet the past I, all three years that i've run there so far i've had a donut right as i've crossed crossed the line as soon as i could um gulp it down but out of season pretty relaxed everything in moderation like ashlyn said but in season um try and crack down a little bit what about injuries? If you've had injuries and had to miss uh, practice or miss meets, how, how do you handle that? And, and what, do you, what do you do to maybe prevent that injury from coming back? Do you have personal trainers at the school or trainers, I should say? What are some things you've learned from dealing with injuries in your high school career, Alex? Yeah, so I have been pretty, pretty safe from injuries. Um, this past cross-country season, I um, about four weeks out from the state meet, I sprained my SI joint stepping off of the track, uh, just in like a little divot. And that was pretty bad. Physical therapy, chiropractor, very consistently. And started running again two weeks before the state meet after um, like basically two weeks off. And um, that one, that was pretty bad and mentally struggled a lot. But I tried to do all the right things. It was a very freakish accident. So I knew there was nothing that I could have done to have controlled that, but I got to race the state meet, got to help my team. So that's what matters. But aside from that, I've been good, healthy. So very, very thankful for that. How about you, Ashlyn? Last year was a rough year for you with some injuries. And tell us, how did you get through that? Yeah. So um, in the summer, I had some hip and hamstring issues. And then, so for that, I had to take a at least a month off during the summer training, which it really sucked, not gonna lie, but I was doing a lot of physical therapy, a lot of cross training in the pool, and I just had to stay motivated and know that soon I would get to run again, and 
but I wanted to do the best I could at meets and that's what it was going to take. And then, and McDonough was really good about it too, helping me, writing me workouts. And then this spring, my shins were really bothering me. So I had to take off one of the races at Drake. I didn't do the 3000. You got a lot of KT tape on you uh, when you were at the state meet in the Drake Relay. <laughs> you were like the poster child for KT tape this year. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say I was sponsored, but <laughs> um, yeah. So then my school athletic trainer, she was really good about helping me through it. And she helped me make the decision to cut the 3000 at Drake. And I think it was a really good decision helping me do well in the 1500. So just making some little compromises whenever that happens and just training the best I can. That's how I get through it. So have you changed anything uh, as part of that, just bad luck? Or did you change uh, some of what you did prior to your junior year, now going into your senior year that you're able to stay injury injury free thus far? Yeah. So if I feel any little nagging aches or pains coming on, um, then I immediately tell McDonough about it. And um, so far, I haven't really had any issues, but just going to be really careful watching it. I've always been really good about making sure I'm stretching and rolling out and stuff. So just going to keep an eye out and just hopefully catch things earlier if, if something's happening. Sure. Go ahead, Johnny. Well, I was just curious, uh, you know, you're going to put in a grueling cross-country season in, in hopes of having a uh, very successful track season. Do you take the winter off or either one of you winter sports athletes? I, I used to play hockey and I played that up until my, or through my freshman year actually. Um, but then I made the decision to uh, make running my full-time thing. But after the state meet, I think I'm going to race, planning on racing at NXR for the first time. And I think that'll be pretty fun, barring everything goes pretty well in season. And then I've always taken at least a week or two off just from no activities. And then I'll ease back into biking and running probably once a week, once, twice a week. And then probably after four weeks, four to five weeks, I'll probably get back into um, running five times a week. How many miles is that then for you in the off season? During, I'm trying to think, last winter I was around, oh, I'm trying to think, 30, 35 miles a week. I think the most I did was 40. We're, we do a lot of um, strength training and a lot of speed. We've never really been a high mileage program. The most I've ever done is 50 miles a week. I did that for four weeks straight this summer. But yeah, it's very, very low during track. College coaches like that when uh, kids that have a lot of success at high school and then still come to their program undertrained. Uh, that's a big deal. If you come in as a high school senior, you've been doing 80 to 100 miles a week. There's, there's not a whole lot they can change to add to your base and, and make you better. So, so Alex, and this is a question for you as well, Ashlyn, when we get to you. But when I was in high school 40 years ago, we had the Dickinson Relays, and that was it. Okay, Now, there are one, two, three indoor meets every week during the indoor season. Now we even have a state indoor meet that uh, is going to be a, a two-day affair at, at Ames this year and on Iowa State's 300-meter track. Does your, do your programs put much emphasis on, on the indoor season? Do you guys run many indoor meets now that there's so many available? For our program, we, we normally go to a lot of the indoor meets. So I think this year it'll probably be Wartburg, Dickinson, and then Iowa State, I believe, is the plan. Um, but a lot of that is just a... Um, one race a night, just kind of feeling it out for outdoor season. 
um, but still competing, just getting back in the groove of things after a long winter off. Ashland, how about you? Do you, do you take time off after cross? Uh, do you jump right into the indoor season? What's the schedule for you? Yeah, so for me, I would do swimming in the winter, except girls swimming is at the same time as cross country, and I'm obviously going to pick cross country, but in the winter, I do, so usually after every season, I will take about two weeks off of no running and just let myself relax and get ready to start training again. And then in the winter, I usually do some swimming and craft training. We do lots of strength and conditioning and just some low mileage easing back into running, just some base mileage and base um, workouts. And then as far as indoor meets for our program, so far it's been more of a preseason type of thing, getting us ready for outdoors. But we definitely try to do our best and place as well as we can at them. You know, one thing we haven't really touched on, John, and, I'd like, I, and I've got it written down to ask these two, is that as successful as you are, as successful as you've been and, and will be, what turned you on to the sport of running? Was there a particular individual that you saw at, that came through your school or your neighborhood that you saw running or were your parents uh, active runners? What uh, got you started and, and when? At what age did, did you think that, hey, this is something I want to do? I'm um, pretty sure we have the same one. but Yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so for myself, I, I did soccer, hockey, football. I basically played every sport imaginable in elementary school. And then Going into sixth grade, I wanted to stop playing soccer just because I wasn't a huge fan of my team. One of my close friends moved away, um, and my mom wanted me to play spring sport. So I signed up for Iowa Speed, and I just I fell in love with it. Heather Woody inspired me so much and such a positive role model and such a great influence for me. And I just fell in love with it. The, the idea of pushing yourself every single day and pursuing the best out of your body and out of your mind. And I uh, went through that summer and I was thinking of playing football and I signed up for cross country and then I did track and um, I just had a lot of fun with both. I loved the guys, just loved running and here we are just continuing with it. How about you, Ashlyn? Similar? Yes, very similar, um, but just a little earlier is when it happened. So um, my brothers and I, when we were growing up, we tried basically every sport that is offered around us. And my dad did a lot of recreational running, like 5Ks and other road races. And we would always go watch him and cheer for him. And then we started just running a little bit easy with him for fun. And one day my mom told us that I was speed, this new track club was opening up. And this is when we were in second grade. And she was like, do you guys want to go try it? And we're like, okay like we'll try it it might be fun and we just had a blast like Alex said Heather Woody and Joey Woody just made it a really good environment for young kids to learn about the sport and also learn how not only to be good runners but to be good people Um, they put a really big emphasis on who you are and your character so that was just something that we really enjoyed and we kept doing it up through sixth grade and then um, in junior high, started doing track and cross country. Still loved it. And here we are now in high school. 
Well, you talk about Heather and Joey. I guess they're they're wonderful role models, and uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing them for a long, long time. And and they're great supporters of what we do at Track Guy, and we're very appreciative of of what they do for the sport in general. When you when you get the opportunity to have good people in your life, uh, you want to take advantage of that because you don't always have that opportunity twenty four seven. And and uh, the Woodies uh, are definitely good people, and and good people that you guys. Uh, got to associate with and fall in love with the sport with. I've always wanted to know what's what's your favorite place to eat. I can go first on that. Um, I'd say so. I'm gluten free and dairy free, so there's not as many options. Are you that by design or health issues? Health issues. Um, oh, shoot. I, I had some issues just passing out as in junior high, so um, wow. I figured that one out and. Wasn't too happy about it at the time, but it saved me from a lot of junk food now, so it kind of works out. Sure. But one is definitely Monica's is a great place, and um, La Regia has great street tacos. That such a great place that all my family likes to go to. And where's that? Um, it's by where is it? The uh, Walmart in South Iowa City. Okay. Right where the old Pauls used to be. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did they just uh, open a new one on the Coralville Strip? Is that the same people? Oh, did I don't know if they did. How about you, Ashlyn? Well, you thought you were getting two interviews, but uh, Alex and I are very similar. I also am allergic to gluten. <laughs> I have celiac disease, so um, it's pretty bad if I eat it. So I really do my best to avoid it. But um, my favorite places to eat are some more fast food places are Chick-fil-A and Poncheros. They're just so good, and Chick-fil-A is one of the only places I can eat gluten-free fries at, so gotta love that. And then we have a Mexican restaurant in North Liberty called Fiesta. The quickest service you have ever had. It, you order the food, it comes right out, and it's just really good. That would have to be my top pick. Any Mexican food, I, I, I'm in for that, too. Now, gluten-free and la and being lactose intolerant, wow. I don't know. That means no peanut butter and jelly toast for me and no ice cream. I, I might lose There's some good alternatives that have been coming out. So okay. um, some good cashew milk ice cream is as weird as that sounds. There's some good ice cream bars, some caramel cashew um, ice cream. Okay. Okay. Well, I may have to try that. <laughs> I think he'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just for some of these younger kids that, that may tune in and, and listen to the podcast next week, you've got a a big meet tomorrow, a lot of competition. What was your practice like today? Anything special? Special meaning uh, cutting short, speed workout, any special uh, intake of hydration, that type of thing, or just trying to keep it all the same? Ashlyn? Yeah, so um, today we did some race pace work on the track, um, just some 400s and then fast 150s to finish it up. Then if anybody wanted ice, if they had like a muscle that was sore, we did that. And then we were pretty much good to go. I'm going to get a lot of sleep tonight. Um, I've been drinking water all day. So that's pretty much my plan. Something fun that um, my team does, it's like a little tradition we made. Um, every day before a meet at practice, we wear boxers, like regular boxers. That, okay. Like, Steal those from your brothers? No, I, we actually went and bought them together. Okay. <laughs> Old okay. Navy has really good ones. Um, so we wear those to practice and we run in them. Awesome. Um, just something fun to get um, a little team spirit going. So that's sure. what we do before races. 
real quick before we dive into Alex, I'm, I'm curious about the day of the meet nutrition wise. Yeah. Um, so I just make sure I eat a good breakfast um, with all the food groups. I get like a fruit, grain, um, and some protein. And then for lunch, I will usually have some sandwiches, like ham sandwiches. And then I really like carrots and olives, so I usually eat that. And then some fruit. And then a little closer to the race, I'll have something small, like a go-go squeeze and a granola bar. Just simple stuff like that. So that's usually my plan. How about you, Alex? Yeah. Um, so we had a pretty hard workout yesterday because it's pretty early season. So we relaxed a little bit more today, but um, it's normally a 30 minute run, 25 minutes, um, depending on the training group. Basically what we do is for track, we would do like a 400 at race pace or um, some 200s. Um, but for cross country, it's been um, running in the middle of that easy run, almost like a fart lick, just doing like a two minute race pace effort just to kind of an opener and then getting back to school, doing some strides, stretching. Um, we had a team meal today and then hitting the ice bath at the training room, um, rolling out. And then tonight I'll probably have a bagel and a banana and then roll out some more. Tomorrow morning, I normally have a, a big breakfast and then just a a medium-sized lunch, and then I'll have an, an apple and a granola bar about two and a half hours out from a race, and that'll be all pretty much all I will eat. And then, yeah, it's race time. You'll get your donut at the finish line, huh? <laughs> yeah, only only at Fort Dodge. That's the oh. only race. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun to see how, how, how things go for you and how the rest of the season goes uh, for you, too. And we appreciate you being on. And... Uh, Hopefully, when this drops next week, so we get some younger kids that'll listen and learn from uh, not only two of the best track and field and cross country athletes in the state, but two very, very uh, mature uh, young adults. And, and we appreciate you taking your time and, and sharing your evening with us. So uh, hope to see you uh, uh, in the clubhouse in Fort Dodge in a, in a, in a few weeks. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> best of luck. I'll be watching for results. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. You bet. Best of luck tomorrow and the rest of the season, you guys. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yes. it. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That helps us reach many more people. And we look forward to sharing more content with you in the near future. If you want to be a supporter of the show or of the Track Guy Foundation, visit trackguyfoundation.com. If you would like to be a sponsor of the show, please email trackguy at trackguyfoundation.com. Again, thank you for all your support. Take care.